In order to maintain national security and stability, and to prevent criminals from hoarding a large amount of A4 white paper to carry out illegal subversive activities, our company has decided to suspend all online and offline sales of white paper through cooperative channels from midnight tonight. Hello and welcome to the Chinese podcast. Um, now, an introduction of today's interview um, with Mick and why. Okay, so today we have a special interview and it's our second installment of the expat experience and we're talking to Mick. And Mick is an Irishman from Sligo, um, which is a beautiful part of the country, uh, even though it gave the world Westlife. Uh, located on the west coast of Ireland, and it's famous for being uh, the burial place of the poet W.B. Yeats. And Westlife, we mentioned previously, uh, they had a, they they had an online concert uh, over WeChat, which had hundreds of millions of people uh, listening to it. Um, now, Mick has been living in China for eight years, mainly in Shanghai. He was in Guangzhou. Um, he doesn't have any job that he wishes to tell anybody about, um, but he, he is an educated man and he has a master's in journalism and has been involved in uh, the music scene in Shanghai for a while, uh, playing in a number of bands and he, he, he is uh, a very culturally aware person. Um, and if you listen to our episode about Paddy Maloney uh, with the spice sausage and the Velociraptor, then you should be familiar with uh, the type of Irish traditional music that uh, Mick plays. Um, and it's great to hear that the genre is alive and well in China. Now, why are we talking to Mick today? Well, he gained some notoriety um a little bit a few days ago on november the 27th when he shot multiple videos of the events that transpired uh on the anfu wulamichi road in shanghai um many of these videos achieved several hundreds and even thousands of views on twitter and racked up some new followers for mick at the same time and it has led to the Irish Times newspaper running a profile of his experience. Um, now, Mick, you're very welcome to the show. And thank you for reaching out to us uh, mutually. And let me ask, have you ever been guilty of hoarding too much white paper? Yeah, I've been. Um, yeah, I actually saw one of my coworkers like walking around with some white paper, uh, and then I was like, yeah, I I pointed out, I was like, do you realize what you're doing? But uh, <laughs> but anyway, I must say, uh, actually, that turned out to be a hoax. That uh, press statement, mm. that press release. So like the yeah. company that supposedly like put out that press release sort of denied denied it, but. You know, if yeah. they deny something, then are they going to have to admit that there's something happening? You know? Yeah, like we 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 put it in there because it was you know it was it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I don't I, know who put it out. Somebody like, put it out. Paper cuts are lethal, man. Paper cuts are lethal. Oh, absolutely. Um, right. 
So, but you were at the scene of the white paper crime in recent days, and um, we're we're going to get into all of that later. Um, but first, let's create a picture here. Give us an idea of where uh, Wulamichi Road is in relation to the rest of Shanghai. And what is the significance of this location for the purpose of staging what was an overnight vigil and a protest? Okay, so for anyone who doesn't really know Pinyin or, yeah, Wulumuchi is the Pinyin name for Rumchi, which is the administrative capital of Xinjiang. So Kashgar would be the cultural capital of Xinjiang and Wulumuchi, Rumchi would be the... Uh, yeah, the biggest city, and it's also where that big fire took place that uh, killed about 10 people. But uh, And, of course, because there was, like, a lot of uh, cars parked blocking the roads, because there was, um, yeah, because as we know, there's a big lockdown in Arumchi, uh for about over 100 days now. So a lot of cars would have been frozen over and they couldn't move for all, yeah, for the fire brigades that needed to go in to put out the fire. Yeah, but of course, um, yeah, so, but at the end of the day, um, 10 people died, and that sparked some, a lot of anger in Urumqi, which led to, and also, there's been a lot of um, riots in Guangzhou, people knocking down barriers and stuff. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're doing a lockdown as well, so, and yeah, and of course, the Urumqi fire, that became big news, and that kind of became a catalyst. So, uh, and there's a street in Shanghai, well, just like every city in China, all the streets are named after different cities in China. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of, one of the things that I saw was um, was a, a, a fire truck. Uh, I saw some videos of the building and the spray from the fire truck didn't yeah, reach. reach. Yeah. It didn't it didn't reach the building. And, you know, the building's on fire and the, the water was just falling short. Um, yeah. and it, it like yeah so like making myself uh, um we we all know we everyone yeah. in china knows everyone in china knows so you don't need a yeah you don't need to look over the wall to see that um, yeah it, it, but it's questions it, about it, it would be a lot more yeah restricted like you know because like yeah because one of the worst things you can do in china according to uh the powers that be would be to spread rumors and that's always like it's like, oh, you know, we deleted that because of a uh, rumor spreading. Like, you know, like it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, okay, like, well, I mean, like, yeah, it's like if someone said that the doors were barricaded, she would be like, no, that's not true. Uh, it was actually yeah. because there was like a bunch of barricades outside the yeah. compound. Yeah, well, so like, well, my well, like, detail, they'll make. Well, one of the, one of the things that, that that I would say to that is that when when this virus first happened, I was in Wuch- I was in um, Guangzhou, which is uh, the next big city up the river from uh, Wuhan, and my building was actually welded shut, and the doors were welded shut. Um, that, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I mean, I had a, I had a padlock out on my uh, door. Yeah, at the like four days before the big Shanghai lockdown, uh, they put a chain around my front door, and uh, yeah, they say, yeah. That's, it's not unheard of it's not like yeah it's like it may not have happened in this case yeah but yeah but it's like on people's minds like oh the minutia the minutia mightn't be yeah it might exactly be that but 
Yeah. yeah, it's on people's minds. Like, locked down for a hundred days, they're pissed off, and they need to. And, and exactly, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like, and and in in regards to the the front door being welded, the front door was welded shut in my building. However, the basement door that led into the car park was uh, shut with uh, some wire that was twisted together. So it would have been very easy to actually get out of that. Um, but yay, uh, that's uh, Chinese engineering for you. Um, so, right, let's start at the beginning because it, it, it seemed like it was a very long day for you. Um, what time of day were you along the Willamette Road? And when you started recording videos and posting them online, can you describe the general mood in the area at the time? So the reason I went down there is because there was actually a protest the night before. Um, like, yeah, I stayed I stayed in that night and um, then like, I woke up the next day and I saw like uh, yeah, videos posted all around Twitter, like protests. Oh, yeah, because I knew there was like protests in a bunch of cities, but I didn't know there was any in Shanghai. And I saw like yeah, I saw that they were doing. They were laying down flowers on um, the Wudamuchi Road street sign. And um yeah, and then people were doing big chants. And apparently this is like really late, like maybe three o'clock in the morning, something like that. So and I sort of thought that I missed the boat. Like I was like, oh, uh, would have been interesting to see yeah. that. So like, and it was, yeah, that was on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I was just, um, yeah, myself and girl, uh, like I'm teaching my girlfriend how to drive an e-bike. So uh, I said, oh. yes. <laughs> yeah, so Go I was on. like, Oh yeah, how was it's like oh, yeah, there's a really nice falafel place uh, down on uh, Wulumuchi Middle Road. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but also so I was like, oh, maybe we might see like you know there might be some activity. And she was kind of she was a bit like like it's like well what are you talking about like uh, so I was like like that was last night you like you're not going to see anything like and I was like I was like yeah you never know. Uh, so like uh, she she was driving down I was on the Meituan bike. Yeah. Uh, giving her giving her moral support. And I was, as we went down to the intersection of Wulamuchi Road and Anfulu, yeah, we could see like a bunch of police and like a lot of people sort of milling around. Like there was a, yeah, so like the police weren't moving anyone along, but like uh, I stopped, I stopped uh, and waited around. So uh, yeah, like I waited around for a bit. We saw like people with flowers and then like people put down flowers and then like everyone would swarm around the flowers uh, at the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including including uh, that guy who got arrested, the BBC guy. He was <laughs> he was obvious, so obvious. Like uh, was he? And I could even hear the like the because I was across the road watching, and like I could hear some like Chinese people sort of like comment. It's like it's like oh, why go around is like <laughs> that, yeah that foreigner is like going around taking pictures at every <laughs> angle. It's like okay, well yeah, he's not being subtle. And then like and there was a guy. He's like undercover. Well, not really undercover cop, just plain clothes cop. And yeah. Uh, and then he just pick up the flowers and take them away. Um, and like it was a bit, a bit of that. My girlfriend got bored, and I was like, "Well, I'm sticking around." And uh, she went home. And then about five minutes after she left, that was like when the first arrest happened. It was like some guy starts chanting, um, yeah, the usual chants. Like he gave us a speech. Uh, I couldn't get. Yeah, I recorded it. I put it on Twitter. Uh, but the gist of it being, um, yeah, we're sick of lockdowns. Um, like, uh, we're here to mourn the what happened in Urumqi. Uh, your first video, um, it showed a, a bus full of sleeping cops. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
who I guess they've been called in specifically to maintain order. Was there, yeah, was there, was there a sense at that point that something might kick off or that things might get ugly? Um, what was people's reaction to the police presence? I mean, people just standing around like, you know, cause like, uh, just, just waiting for someone to just pop up and uh, give a speech. Um, yeah. A lot of like, yeah. So like, yeah, the, the most famous arrest, I guess, was that guy, like he was like holding flowers. I think that's the video of mine that got most attention. It's also the video. Yeah. So like when he got arrested, um, yeah, that video was on CNN and you could see me in the video. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I, I saw like, the video wearing my uh, anyway, got like Galway University hoodie and stuff. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just stand over there to the left, yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, like uh, he's, he's like he was giving a speech. He's like holding up flowers, like sort of like saying like, oh, it's like we're here to mourn. Um, so it's like it's like uh, it's like if we're not afraid, then they will be afraid and stuff. And then uh, car run, like a police car drives up, and they arrest him. And like all the most famous pictures of the protest would be him getting arrested. Yeah, um, it was pretty rough. Um, then about. Yeah, so like actually, like I got really hungry and then I went to get a bagel. It's like okay, so like yeah. I went to get a bagel and like I was just sitting down and there's like like the the line of police cars was like going all the way down Anfu Lu, Anfu Road, yeah. and uh, I was just sitting there eating a bagel and like I saw someone get arrested. <laughs> I think uh, like so I must have missed something. So like I walked in there to record that. Then when I w- walked back, I saw more police walking in the same direction as me, and they all made that formation. And I was like, oh, they're about to announce something, and then. Uh, someone comes on on the bullhorn and says like, like like you are all disrupting traffic it's like we all have to vacate and then they all so like they all gathered around like the intersection and then they pushed everyone like i was pushed south and then like a bunch more people were pushed north and yeah i got some videos of that um and we were pushed down to uh wuyanlu which is like parallel to anfulu and and they push us down, and there's another big crowd down there also protesting, holding up white papers. Some people holding up a picture of um, Chairman Mao. And so 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 uh, Wu Yanlu, which is um, correct me if I'm wrong, it's it, it runs parallel to Urumqi. No, no, it uh, it intersects with Urumqi Lu. Uh, it runs parallel to uh, Anfulu. It, it run, runs parallel to Anfulu, and so yeah. the the. At, at that on that street there were also protests like might I mean, not because, be it. yeah because they blocked they blocked uh, uh big sections of Wulumuchilu. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so the big sections of it so like people and they put, put up barricades yeah so yeah. like i like i was in the yeah i was yeah. like uh, i eventually joined in the group i saw some people that i knew yeah 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 um, so can you tell me about the the guy in the white mask who who kept removing flowers? Yeah, yeah, I mentioned him already. Like, I remember uh, he was, um, yeah, I said there was like one uh, plain clothes guy. Like, yeah, he was kind of like, I think, yeah, he was their boss. He was just moving the flowers. Yeah, I also see, I also saw like, uh, like when they started moving flowers from the um, bottom of the street sign, then across the road, they like, uh, they put a flowers in the electricity pole. Uh, yeah, the sign, and uh, you see that I uh, made a little curb your enthusiasm meme for that. So anyway, from from that point on, um, like things things did get nasty, and there were there were a couple of protesters arrested. Um, 
what were the protesters saying and what was the general reaction to their arrests? Because it it was a sizable crowd. Um, it was a, a fairly sizable crowd. And, you know, a, a sizable crowd assembling on a street in China, um, yeah. like. Not in like, Shanghai either. Yeah. Shanghai yeah. is an it's an obedient place. Shanghai is an ob- yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably yeah, it's like it's yeah, just uh, said the standard. Like, it's a very, it's very sort of like a liberal, easygoing, but also uh, they're all business orientated. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but like uh, yeah, it's been progressively getting better since June. So this protest is more about like uh, there's always like the threat of a lockdown hanging over us there's still people getting locked down into their communities like we know it could be worse it could be the a big city-wide lockdown and we didn't have much food for that uh yeah um but i know it's also really just the general yeah it's just asking for yeah to open up to rethink the COVID rules like so like and maybe anyone listening to uh outside of china they might think is like oh they're being so authoritarian they're asking you to wear masks they're mm. <laughs> they're asking you to uh show proof of vaccine to get into a business it's like it's like ah it's beyond that it's yeah, yeah. and it's like like just wearing masks like we do that on our own like <laughs> yeah 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 like the so, mask so, is a normal yeah, thing like yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. so institutionalized that like uh i think that um when they started doing tests at my workplace i was like awesome yeah i don't have to queue up <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> the best thing ever <laughs> yeah I, I was kind of the same because because it was like yeah test every day cool deadly i don't have to go and i don't have to queue i can just like walk past people and 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 get tested it might sound a bit bougie but like i say maybe uh like a lot of a lot of detractors might say it's like it's like oh Shanghai people they just want to get back to their brunch and whatever. And it's like yeah. also we just sort of like want something to get excited about. We want to make plans that don't get cancelled randomly just because someone with COVID farted in the same street as us. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's I actually like, went. Uh, my band played at a music festival called Avofest, Avocado yeah. Fest near uh, Hangzhou. So it's just like it's just a wee bit outside of Shanghai, like in Moganshan. And like the first night we played, it was all good. It was like a, it was like a small enough festival, small enough crowd, but like and nice mix of like foreigners and Chinese. And first night was great. Second night, uh, yeah, like we saw some police coming in, like, uh, like talking to organizers. And you know when the police show up, they're always like, yeah, they're sort of milling around. And then yeah. like yeah, they don't they don't look that menacing. And then I was like, like oh yeah, they're, 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 they're not menacing. They're, they're not menacing to start. They're not menacing to start. They're just kind of yeah. hanging around with you. Just yeah, they just have like the police in China. They're not very intimidating, and they don't really have that much personality. They're just like, yeah, they're kind of yeah, they yeah, they're just they're just there. They're just yeah. there, and then <laughs> that's when they're they're always masked as well. But anyways, like yeah, this festival like they're uh yeah, so it was like the music stops, and uh, then like we're all told that we like everyone at the festival, even people passed out in the tents. Like it's like get up, get up. Like we have to yeah. do COVID test. And then, yeah, and then after that, like, after about an hour, I was like, oh, there's like, or sort of killed the mood. And then the music festival yeah. started up again. And I was like, way, nice. Yeah. So, so like, when, when, when people started to get arrested on, on the street, like, the, 
the the crowd did they instantly react or did did they did but they didn't really escalate like you know because like i mean like i don't even know if the police would want an escalation like yo this is like shanghai's protest would be pretty tame compared to what i'm seeing in lanjo you know or lanjo yeah, yeah 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 like you know like, or even guangzhou before the fire like they were like tossing over police cars and like beating up uh people in the hazmats I'd yeah. say, yeah, I'd say, because because Shanghai is basically open, like uh, it feels, yeah, there's like, I mean, like just like lashing out at the police. That's not really because like they don't really run the city. Like it's the yeah, yeah. it's not there. They like, didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do it. Like so, like so, it's like yeah, what's like what's really the point? Like you know, like it's like like they've done their protests. Like it, it's it's all over the news. Like it's not it's not getting ignored. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd say like um yeah, so when people did get arrested then um yeah, just get jeered at, have the every everyone was recording, so like, you know, the police couldn't just tell them like it's like, Oh no, you can't record, you can't say that to everyone. So like I was able to record and that's yeah. That's why I I'm, saw I saw uh I saw a I think it was a, a an Australian Channel Five news reporter. Um, who was actually in in the process of interviewing uh, a, a member of the crowd there as the police decided to push forward. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like like at, at at what point did they did the police push you off the street? Oh yeah, that's yeah. That was like the, that was like a recurring process. So like uh, so like first. What they did, like I like I said, like they made a big square in the intersection. Then they start pushing forward. Then they rendezvoused with like some police at the barricades at the next street. And then people would do, go there, make their speeches. Then they announce another advance, and then they pushed us down another street. And then like, I think at the end we were at the intersection of like that road and Changshu Road, which is like a very wide street. Yeah. And there's like. Heaps of police everywhere, and that's where, like, yeah, I've seen like a lot of the chanting, uh, the people holding up white paper. I even saw someone holding up an LGBTQ flag. That's kind of like, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. yeah, it's it's like the protests I used to go to in Dublin, and it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, mm. it's like yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, bring down the student fees. It's like, yeah, and free Palestine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like the 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 typical Sinn Feiner standing there, yeah, yeah, yeah. free Palestine, yeah. Uh, see, that's like yeah, like uh, yeah, because like because protests are so common in Ireland, like nothing, like they never they never react to the protests. I think like, yeah. the only time ever, the only time like a protest ever worked in Ireland was like probably the when protested against like water charges. Water did it attack. even work, or did people just ignore yeah. the water charges? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that was like a big victory, but like uh, yeah, already like. It seems that the government in Guangzhou have like, yo, they put up a big propaganda slogan on the top of like Canton Tower saying like, it's like yeah. we're individually responsible for our own um, health. And I was like, it's like, <laughs> I was like, I wonder how they reached that conclusion. Well, 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 I'll, I'll be honest with you, right? I'll be honest with you. And this is um, right. So this this is like my experience from today, from this very day. Um, they put the sign up on that tower last night and then there was a, a, a response issued. We've been locked down. I've been locked in this house for four weeks. Um, 
And this morning I went up, uh, I, I went down to the gate and I said, I asked them, could I get out? And they said, uh, actually, you can once every two days. And then at lunchtime today, at about one o'clock today, they said, yeah, no, no, it's fine. You can go. <laughs> We're not they're not even checking health codes anymore. They're not even checking. Yeah, this is like like this is like protesting in China is an art form. It is like like you don't you don't just pro yeah, you just don't throw everything at the wall and then like mm. expect response. You have to be kind of yeah. like it's basically like a protest, even if you're like talk, even if you're like knocking over police cars, like what you're saying is like it's like it's like please Beijing can <laughs> it's like can you give us this one thing yeah right? yeah yeah don't don't insult the leadership have a very uh have a very clear clear que- uh, clear request i guess yeah like, yeah, like you ask just, for a right? thing and you might get it yeah uh, a lot of the time they do get it actually and yeah. like most protests in china would be like a local a local grievance yeah and then yeah cuz i remember yeah i listened to your podcast and like uh i like the term um Performative governance. That that well, I didn't come up with that. I wish I did. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah, a, a, a much a much uh, smarter person than me came up with with performative governance. Uh, that's how I heard it. And it's like yeah, yeah okay, cool. That's yeah. like yeah, that, that perfectly sums up <laughs> like you. Like, it, is, it is what it is. Yeah. It's like I haven't I haven't left my house in three weeks, but I'm getting tested every two days. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah they're, they're definitely doing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Like, like, uh, speaking about performances, um, were you there for the the sign removal? Because I was that, not. That's uh, that's one of those Chinese things that people that it defies belief. Um, and how do you think people will know where the street is now that they don't have a sign? They just replace it with four hundred four. No, I'm just like okay, so like yeah, they are very tone dev aren't they like they yeah it's like i don't know who gave that order and who thought like it's like i think this is like this is like the shanghai government's uh introduction to the streisand effect <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's like um and yeah and i didn't like and i didn't even hear about that from like the like the my vpn like it was my girlfriend who told me about it <laughs> like no one's uh and like yeah, my girlfriend has a vpn but she never uses it she might start using it now like because <laughs> of how silly this has got, gotten yeah but uh, yeah, it's like even after all the silliness happens, like ultimately, like like what what we want is like you no, know, like it's like less lockdowns. Um, yeah. Less. I mean, like I don't even care about the uh, the tests anymore or the mask. Like that's like that's not a hill I'm dying on. It's just a it's like like yeah, I I saw what they did to my front door when the before the first lockdown happened they had a chain around yeah. it my house like i actually like my house is over 100 years old i live in a lane house yeah which is, yeah which yeah, is nice. so, yeah yeah i mean it's, it's pretty cold right now but yeah. <laughs> it's cold but it's nice it looks good yeah, it's pretty yeah it's very pretty but um yeah like anyone listening 100 years in china is a very long time it's probably the oldest building in china easily yeah <laughs> but um yeah and that's yeah, that's kind of what we want. Um, so ju- just in case anybody who's listening doesn't doesn't know what happened, um, they actually removed the sign saying Wulumichi Lu Urumqi Street. They removed the sign to save it being defaced, to save uh, it being graffitied or destroyed or anything like that. Um, so 
around the city now, what's what's the feeling? What's the feeling around the city now? It's like nothing really happened, really. Um, I mean, yeah. like even, even it's like even when I finished with the protests, like I was like, okay, like it's like eleven o'clock, like I'm done, like uh, like everyone's just sort of standing around like Changshu Road, and the police are sort of pushing them one direction. It's like also, also I couldn't get my e-bike like when I was teaching my girlfriend how to drive. Oh, like she got no. I needed it. It's like no. First I couldn't get the e-bike, so I went around like so like I went I left one protest, went up the street, and like it's like all the shops were open, like it was like nothing was happening at all. Then it went around another corner. And remember when I said like they pushed me south and then pushed a bunch of other people north, and I found yeah. the north side protesters. And the police were so much more chill at that side. Like they, like I, like there's a bunch of people like on the street shouting, and the police are just going, "It's like okay, hada hada hada." It's like gotcha gotcha, like just like saying, "It's like okay okay okay, move along, move along." Um. So have you have you ever experienced anything else like this during your chi- during your time in China? No, just I think I think I've seen a small protest, but like I used to live out in the boonies out in um, Guangdong, in this like small city called Zhenchang. Yeah. And, I saw what I thought was a protest, but like my Chinese was like non-existent back then. So in Shanghai um, in spring, you guys were locked down for, I think, like depending on the place that you were, it was between 70 and 100 days. Yeah. Um, For me, so like I said, yeah, so like I celebrated my birthday. My birthday is in early March and like everything was grand. Then by St. Patrick's Day, everything was locked down. Yeah, so yeah. Like, um, and so I have a, I have a. No, no, not, not, not everything is locked down. Sorry, like uh, I was still able to go out, but just like you see, like them sort of like putting up all day. They were getting ready, and then like they announced, uh, they announced on the at the end of the month that we'd be having like uh just a week lockdown, one yeah. week, and that one week, week two months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, they, they said that they said that to us on Monday, and I, I went, oh my. God, we're gonna be here until New Year. The whole podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so so so, how what was it like? Did you like how did you get food and stuff like that? Um, because there, there was a a lot of stories in the papers back then about um people not being able to get deliveries of food. Yeah, that was um, yeah, I stuck like. Yeah, my apartment isn't that big, and we have we have a freezer, we have a fridge, and we have like an oven, which isn't very standard in China. But um, um, yeah, we were just like like we got these like bags of vegetables and from the government, like so like I think it was like it was all like micromanaged, I guess, like um, all like local government. So like I think like I live right in the middle of the city, and uh. Yeah, so we got our bags of vegetables. Even like my school managed to send us some vegetables after about five days. Um, yeah. yeah, we could, and then like yeah, of course there's like the thing called group buys because like there wasn't enough delivery drivers to like deliver a can of coke to you or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As, so, as, as as Shanghai people are known to do. Um, but um, the yeah, so like you had to really get to know your neighbors, get into a group chat, and then like there'll be one person in charge who's like allowed out to go pick up stuff. And um yeah, and she and then, Yeah, yeah. So like uh and so it's okay, like and like and you just sort of eat what you're given, like you know, like I can't just say it's like, it's like okay, well I don't have enough onions, but I have too much cucumbers, so it's like doesn't matter, this bag has two cucumbers, six onions, uh 
a lot of cabbage. I think the, probably the biggest symbol of this lockdown was like the excess cabbages that we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and what about meat? Did you did you get much meat or fish? Um, we yeah. So some markets would be like, yeah, they'd kind of like portion off meat and stuff like that. This is like wow. Just talking about it sounds very Soviet, like. But uh, yeah, it's just um, yeah, you just had to buy a big bulk of it. And uh, lucky, actually, like funny enough, uh, my neighbor downstairs, who I'd never met before, he's like American, and like he had a fridge full of meat, but he didn't have any vegetables, so we had. Yeah, so bark. then the barter bridge came came back, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Is, uh, um. Well, it's the things you have to do when you're locked down in China. I mean, I mean like it's. Just, yeah, uh, Chongqing. That's the food situation is okay, isn't it? Um, is it okay? Uh, it started okay. It started okay. okay, and then it slowly progressed into the supermarkets aren't open, so oh, yeah. they can't deliver to you. Um, so for the last four days, um, if if it's something you can buy in like a like a little vegetable or a little fruit shop, um, they're allowed, they're open, uh, so they'll deliver to you. Uh, so, 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 so you can get like, um, you can get vegetables, you can get fruit. Um, that sounds much nicer than what April was like here. But um, yeah, yeah. I was like one of the first people allowed to go outside because I live in a lane house. So, um, yeah. So like usually people live in like big communities. So like, yeah. So like. In my lane house, like in my lane, I said there's only maybe about twenty people. Yeah. If we're all if we're all in the clear, then we're all allowed outside. But like if you're living in a big compound, then like they're kind of doing very big broad strokes and saying like, yeah. oh, this person in like five buildings over uh, was shook hands with someone's whose auntie had COVID. So yeah, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're not getting cabbage now. But um, yeah. no, but I went out for a cycle and. Uh, yeah, like it's like one of the things that got me a bunch of followers on Instagram was uh like I started recording all the like there's loads of tents everywhere and that was because the delivery drivers because they couldn't go home and they but they still wanted to make money from all the big markups uh they just had to sleep in tents under the bridge. Yeah, yeah, so, that's that that's basically what's happening here. You got guys just sleeping in their cars and and you know just. It, there's there's delivery drivers that just won't go home because they won't get out again. Yeah. Uh, and as they slowly do go home, then the deliveries get slower and slower and slower. Um so and 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 this is the same across, you know, basically all of China cuz all of China right now with the zero covid um it's at a crossroads. Um there are mumblings of opening up and they continue and Guangzhou, like you said, they, they said that it's a personal responsibility for um, each individual um, to make sure that they're COVID free. And it's lifted a number of restrictions. My, my uneducated suggestion, if you're vulnerable and uh, if you're vulnerable, maybe you could put on the um, white hazmat suit and stay yeah. inside. Maybe yeah, not yeah. everyone has to. Like, maybe uh, if you have a pre pre existing con- condition, maybe you should be the dabai. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, do you do you do you think we're looking at an end of the zero COVID policy in China? Uh, I'll optimistically say uh, before next summer. That's my optimistic. 
you say before next summer. Well, yeah. that's that's when I'm going back to Ireland to visit. So I bloody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I, I haven't left this country since 2019. Um, yeah, same, same. Um, I'll tell you what, now, like uh, I've like like I was between 2020 and 2021, like I was like really trying to hold back like the sort of like it's like oh you guys aren't allowed out to party because uh? <laughs> like yeah Ireland was locked down for like well like okay I say locked down but yeah they were yeah they were. It was a. It, they were restricted. They were restricted. They they yeah. they. They weren't locked down because my my when I was talking to my brother, he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. oh no, we're locked down." Uh, so I just went for a three-kilometer walk. Like, what? Yeah. What? what? Yeah. I, I, my my dog is taking a shit in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. And I, like I started become. Cause they're all getting really frustrated. So I was like, Oh, what's there to be done? Like, I'm, I was like, I'm wearing my mask and uh, it's like, we're having like our little social distance parties. It's like, it's like, it's like, have you considered having a guy in a white suit stand outside your house and be an arthel? <laughs> I know. Like Ireland, <laughs> isn't a very, like Ireland is in a very like a uh, population dense country. Like we all like our little uh, houses and our gardens, like looking for the, yeah. Looking for, for an Ireland. Mm. Uh, you just yeah. get all the nosy neighbors and just dress them all I, up in white, white suits. Like all the yeah, all the guys but, that are really nosy, just let just let them sit out there in white suits. Yeah, oh, I, knew was, I knew it was getting serious when I saw like Gardy wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, oh. it's like yeah, it's right. like like the the mask wearing thing. Jesus Christ, I was at a hill that people really wanted to die on. <laughs> yeah, it's but anyway, apparently apparently some people do want to die on the fact that they 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 really don't want to wear a mask. But I'll say, yeah, Shanghai has been a, yeah, Shanghai was doing really well for like 2020 and 2021. Like, so that's like, it's like, like I know a lot of like, yeah, like, like I know we've been like bitching for about like 40 minutes now. But, we, uh, we're not, we're not bitching. We're taking, we're, we're telling you the truth. Like we, we, the, the things that we've said that are opinion are, are very limited. We've, we've said very limited things. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'm like, like, like I'm becoming the man I hate. I don't want to be like one of those like uh it's like as soon as you as soon guy. as you start talking about opinion, I'm gonna cut you off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's like I've become what I hate, uh, a white a mediocre white guy with hot takes on China. Yeah, <laughs> this exactly. Is, this, this is the only podcast that isn't unsufferable on that front. Yeah. Also also it's gonna turn into a very um yeah, gonna have a very limited niche, just Irish people who live in China. So um we this is the China podcast and we've been talking to Mick. Um, now, Mick, can you tell us your 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 Twitter details and all the the stuff that? How do people get in contact with you and how do people find out about you? Yeah, so my Twitter handle is a uh, human Mick. Yeah, I've been I've been very cagey about my name. Like it's like, it's like yeah, I don't really want to use my full name because I'm not an actual journalist because uh, I. But like I got a master's in journalism and I use that to that's my degree that I used to get my visa. So it's not a secret. <laughs> but uh, it's like I'm like and all the aliases I use are just basically variations of my name. But yeah, you know, Ch Ch Chinese people really don't understand that <laughs> my name is like it's like make is short for something else. <laughs> yeah. <Not the> passport. <laughs> it's actually great to be back with uh, season two 
as I like to call it, of the podcast. And um, we'll we'll share all the details in, in our relevant uh, WeChat groups. Uh, follow us on our Twitter handle. Follow uh, Mick on his Twitter handle. Um, keep safe. Uh, be good. And uh, we will talk to you all soon. <笑>其实这样我好多我有时候我不想比比我有时候一天都不睡着我不说话就是骂黑人家我不说话就是没打我晓得嗯没得拿一斤都没打我俩所以说社会上的人走了我的人就可怜我的意思你不晓得别人是